It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to another look under the hood with the Indy Fuel. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. On this edition of Under the Hood, we will take a look back at last week's games against the Fort Wayne Comets and the Atlanta Gladiators. We'll also bring you our guests from those two games. All-star Spencer Watson, as well as alternate captain Josh McArdle. And we'll also hear from Matt Tompkins, bring you some fuel news as we've had some alumni doing some great things in the American Hockey League and beyond. That's all coming up on this edition of Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. Before we get to the recap of last week's games, let's take a quick look ahead as the Fuel conclude their six-game homestand Thursday night against the Kalamazoo Wings. The puck drops at 7.05 p.m. at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. That's an all-you-can-eat night, always a special time. Bring the family and bring an appetite Thursday night, the Fuel and the Kalamazoo Wings. The Fuel will then travel to Cincinnati for a Friday night game. Then Saturday night, it's Hockey for Indy night as the Fuel host the Toledo Walleye. That's Saturday, February 1st. It's also a do 317 night. The puck drops at 6.05 p.m. Saturday. And then when we look ahead, Tuesday, February 4th, it's Charity Tuesday. The Fuel taking on Cincinnati for a 7.05 face-off. And then Friday, February 7th, always one of the special nights of the year. Hockey Fights Cancer Night, also a do 317 night and Pucks and Pints night. And we're going to have a special guest for that night as well as the Fuel take on the Tulsa Oilers. That'll be a 7.35 p.m. face-off. And then on the 9th of February, that comes after a quick trip to Kalamazoo, the Fuel will host their first family fun day of the season, a 3.05 p.m. face-off against the Fort Wayne Comets. And so a lot of opportunities to see the Fuel at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum in the coming weeks. Of course, you can get your tickets at all Ticketmaster outlets as well as the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office and IndieFuelHockey.com. A lot of hockey coming up, a lot of special nights coming up. But the Fuel, of course, in the midst of a six-game homestand, they're making a move. In the ECHL Central Division standings, they enter the week three points ahead of Wheeling for that final playoff spot, and they're just three points back of Fort Wayne, which currently sits in third place with a number of games coming up against the Comets, where those two can settle their standings differences on the ice, and Indy will have some more opportunities to keep climbing in the Central Division standings. Of course, the second-place Toledo Walleye in town this week, as well as Kalamazoo, a team the Fuel trying to keep behind them, and Indy will travel to first-place Cincinnati on Friday night. Lots of division games coming up as we hit the home stretch of the season. We're into the second half right now, and of course, a lot of opportunities to see the Fuel as they are home for a good chunk of the next couple of weeks. Then we'll see them again at home quite a bit close to the end of February, the start of March. Some fuel news, of course. We saw Matthew Fogut make his debut for the fuel. We announced that trade on last week's edition of the podcast. He was traded to Greenville in exchange for future considerations, which turned out to be forward Carl Elmir, who was traded to Greenville as the back half of that trade on Monday. Also, the fuel made a deal later on in the week. Ryan Van Strahlen, and Cliff Watson were acquired from the Kansas City Mavericks in exchange for the rights to Sam Kirker, who's currently in the American Hockey League with Kansas City's affiliate in Stockton, California, as well as Matt Schmalz. And so the Fuel gain a very good defenseman as well as a big forward, and they paid dividends right away. 
Cliff Watson had a two-point night on Friday night. Ryan Van Strahlen had a pair of goals. Matthew Fogan as well had a four-point weekend, and the Fuel ended up winning the game on Saturday 6-1 to against Atlanta and probably come away with four points in the weekend, if not for a tremendous effort by the eventual ECHL goaltender of the week and Cole Kaler of Fort Wayne on Friday night. He and Dan Bacala just essentially matched wits with each other for 67 minutes and three rounds of a shootout before Fort Wayne finally scored in the fourth round of the shootout to end it and drop the fuel two to one in a shootout. So as a result, the fuel gained three out of a possible four points on the weekend and have gained five out of the last six possible points they could have attained. And of course, another three game weekend coming up with two games at home. Also in Fuel News, former goaltender Kevin Lonkinen was named to the American Hockey League's All-Star Game. He participated in that game Monday night in Ontario, California. Kevin, of course, played for the Fuel last season, led Finland to the World Championship in the spring, and is currently one of three former Fuel goaltenders in the rotation for the Rockford Icehawks, joining Colin Delia and Matt Tompkins, who last week signed a two-year $700,000 NHL contract with the Chicago Blackhawks. And so uh, congratulations to Matt earning himself an NHL contract. He had earlier been a draft pick of the Hawks back in 2012, played parts of two seasons with the Fuel, as well as spending some time in Rockford. He's been with the Ice Hogs all season this year and has played really, really well. We'll hear from Matt later on in the podcast. And also we'll hear from Spencer Watson, who was named to the ECHL's All-Star Classic, but because he had been in Rockford, was unable to play in last Wednesday's game in Wichita and Josh McArdle on the program. But first, let's take a look back at last week's two games. First of all, the Friday night game against the Fort Wayne Comets. Just an outstanding hockey game. It's one of those games where Doug Christensen said it the next night. Overtime was probably a just result because of the way both teams played. Both goaltenders, Dan Bakula for Indy, Cole Kaler for Fort Wayne, just played tremendously, and it just was one of those games that almost felt like a playoff game where every rush, every play felt like it could be the game because goals were going to be at a premium. The Fuel got on the board first on the power play with all three of the new guys who had been acquired earlier in the week contributing to the goal. The Fuel able to maintain possession. Van Strahlen has it poked off of his stick. Jenks sweeps it to the line where Cliff Watson settles down for Indy. Plays pitch and catch. Watson works it low. Here's a centering feed for Van Strahlen. He chops to the puck and scores! Ryan Van Strahlen with one second to go in the power play gives the Fuel a one to nothing lead as the feed came from the corner along the goal line into the crease. Van Strahlen using that big body in front found the puck, poked it past Kaler. The Fuel lead at one to nothing. That's where... Van Strahlen scores a lot of his goals from. And I think Matthew Fogut's going to get an assist here. He was the one that got the puck down low off the pass from Cliff Watson. Once Watson passed it from the point, he dashed right through the middle to the net. So he was going to be an option there. Instead, Fogut looks to the back door. And Van Strahlen camping out in front, using his size to create a little bit of space for himself. Bangs that one in. And the fuel capitalized on the power play. Of course, Nick Olchek joining me for all of these calls. Ryan Van Strahlen from Matthew Fogut and Cliff Watson. That's a way to make a trade count right away as uh, Ryan Van Strahlen got his first goal as a member of the Fuel, but it would not be his last as there is another one coming. Dan Bakula 
played a tremendous game. Acquired on New Year's Day, Dan, a 32-year-old goaltender, a veteran who'd played in the Central Hockey League with Toledo, then had spent the last six-plus seasons in Europe, returns to North America. He's played really solidly in goal for the Fuel, and he was stellar against the Comets. Out of the zone, two-on-one, Gallopo across the line. Feeds the far side. Stephen Bayless shoots. Dan Bakla comes across to make a save and holds on for a whistle. Here's a shot from in tight. Stephen Bayless fires from point blank range. And Dan Bakla, Johnny on the spot, makes the save and gobbles up for a whistle. It's in his skates and dug out. Here's a two-on-one for Fort Wayne. Up the left side, Rimsha fires on goal. Bakla with a positional save. He gobbles it up. Jenks across the fuel line, has space, fire, save made, big rebound, back low with an incredible glove save. He sweeps the rebound out to Bobby McIntyre. Two on one for the fuel across the line. McIntyre up the right side, center, shot, diving save made by Kaler, and he's able to hop on the rebound. Lasarchik drops for Bowden's right down the slot, fire save made, back low, rebound, swept off the line by Bakla. The fuel able to gain possession. So those are some of Dan Bacala's highlights and the fuel falling, unfortunately, in a shootout 2-1 to against Fort Wayne on Friday night in what was just a tremendous hockey game between those two arrivals. On Saturday night, the fuel saw a lot of familiar faces, but a different team. The Atlanta Gladiators, the first time in three seasons, the Glads had come to the Indiana Farmers Coliseum for a game and the Fuel put forth one of their best performances in a 6-1 to victory. The Atlanta team sported a roster that had four guys who played for the Fuel last season, Logan Nelson, Avery Peterson, Anthony Collins, and Robert Powers, as well as a couple of other former Fuel players who were not in the lineup, and Nick Bly and Sean Bonner, as well as former Indiana Ice forward Scott Conway. So a lot of familiar faces on the opposing side for the Gladiators, but the Fuel got off to an early lead again thanks to Josh McArdle's first goal since November 10th of 2018, coming in the opening minute. Van Strollen cycles it in behind the net to Fogan. A little further along to Nathan Knoll. He'll pop up the left half wall, take it out of the point, drop it for McArdle. He skates in, shoots and scores! Josh McArdle, 54 seconds into the game. The Fuel lead at 1-0 on Josh McArdle's first goal in 14 months, and the alternate captain of the Fuel gives Indy an early lead. Well, you couldn't have asked for a better start for the Fuel so far this season. The Atlanta Gladiators with a minus three goal differential in the first period. Great little play by Nathan Knoll. Skating up towards the point, leaving it for Mercado, who then activates. And you'll love to see Matthew Fogut, not the biggest guy, but at the net front, creating that screen. If he's not there, Nell probably makes that save. But a heck of a shot, short side, and you couldn't have asked for a better start for the fuel. Atlanta answered, and the game went into the first intermission tied at one. In the second period, the fuel earned an early power play, and Ryan Van Strollen, for the second consecutive night, took a whack at a pocket, came right back to him, and then he put it right over Chris Nell, the Atlanta goaltender, and into the net to give the fuel a lead they would not relinquish. Indy controls the draw. Cliff Watson backhands it to Fogan along the right wing half wall. He'll bring it out to the point. 140 to go on the power play. Works a little for Van Strollen. Centers, fire, scores! Van Strollen tried to center. The puck was blocked right back to him. And then he roofed it over now. Ryan Van Strollen with a power play goal for the second consecutive game. The fuel lead at 2-1. Well, Ryan Van Strollen, a guy that we just talked about. The shift right before that goal. He took it to the net. 
Fogut's going to get it. He's going to come in, play the puck down low. And that goal line play, he was looking for either Noel in front as he's going to pop out. That puck goes down low. Noel pops out or Router at the back door. And it went right off the stick of Zach Malatesta. Came right back. And by the time the puck originally left the stick of Van Strahlen, Nell was expecting that pass to go across crease. And he couldn't get back to the short tight in time. And a perfect play by Van Strahlen as he gets the rebound off the defenseman's stick. Later on in the second period, Spencer Watson had just returned from a five-game stint in the American Hockey League. And he paid dividends right away with a steal and a score for his 21st goal of the year. Now it's turned over by Marchand to Spencer Watson. Takes it down Maitree. He scores! What a move! Spencer Watson forcing the turnover, taking it to goal, beating now, picking the top corner on the blocker side. Spencer Watson's 21st goal of the year gives the Fuel a 3-1 lead. His second game back since coming from the Rockford Icehawks. It was a guy we highlighted in our pregame, Tommy Marchand, who gave the puck away. And Spencer Watson hops all over it, uses his shoulder, drops it, protects the puck. And how about the little move? Shifting from his backhand to his forehand, all in one motion, beats Chris Nell over the blocker. It's the quickness of the release that allows that puck to get into the back of the net. Alex Router made a 4-1 with a shot late in the second period that broke through the Atlanta goaltender. Noel takes it out high into the slot, working on two glats over to the left side. Here's a feed to Router. He puts it on goal. Save made. It's between the legs. It's in. Alex Router stuck one through the five hole. It broke through Nell, who thought he had it. He kept sliding across the line, and as he did, the puck trickled across the line. Alex Router gives the fuel a 4-1 to lead with good constant pressure in the offensive zone. Nathan Nolan, Matthew Fogut. Worker bees on this shift. And how about that little move to the backhand by Fogut? Thought he was going to shoot it originally. No. He holds on to it, moves it to his backhand, sends it across through the slot. And Alex Router, who shot it back to where Nell was, not to where the open net to where he was going to, somehow it squeaks past him. I think Nell made the original save, and as he was sliding over to cover that open net, it just kind of snuck between... His legs. In the third, the Fuel took advantage four on four as Spencer Watson scored his second goal of the game on a beautiful two on one with Darian Plouffe. Conway ahead to the Fuel line. Puck dropped for Malatesta, but Plouffe takes it away from him. Two on one developing for Indy. Watson across the line. Drops it for Plouffe. Into the left circle. Over to Watson. He shoots and scores. Spencer Watson with a textbook finish on the two on one. His second goal of the night. The Fuel lead it five to one. Giving go hockey. That was beautiful. The original takeaway from Darian Plouffe in the neutral zone. Springs Watson. Watch Spencer Watson. He's going to drop it. Go to the back door. And Darian Plouffe knows where to find Watson. I mean, that is as pretty as it gets. Liam Coughlin added an exclamation point on the power play. Back along the right half wall for Watson. He'll bring it back out. Texera center point. Bobby McIntyre, top of the left circle to Texture. A one-timer goes high. Rebound drops to Liam Coughlin at the side of the net. He scores. The Fuel lead at 6-1. to one. Liam Coughlin with a power play goal. The friendly glass provides a goal as Texera's shot went over the net. It hit a stanchion, dropped right at the side of the net to Liam Coughlin, and he poked it into the open side. And the Fuel have put up six 
of the Gladiators. It's a five-goal lead. Bobby McIntyre lays this puck on a tee for Keone Teixeira, and he barely just missed the net. But as you said, partner, it rebounds right off the glass. And Liam Coughlin with a quick reactionary play to find that rebound off the backboards. And I don't think Chris Nell got a good look at it right off the stick on the original one-timer from Teixeira or not. But the fuel continue to pile on the goals here in the third period. Another PPG. Charles Williams made 30 saves in the fuel net. Matthew Fogut had three assists. Nathan Knoll had a pair. The fuel had five different goal scorers. Spencer Watson now with goals numbers 21 and 22 on the season, putting him second in the ECHL among goal scorers. He's also in the top 15 in points into the league. The Fuel with a big victory over Atlanta. That really sets up a big week for the Fuel as they have Kalamazoo coming in. Then they travel to Cincinnati and then host Toledo. So they face the top two teams in the division after a game Thursday night against Kalamazoo. The K-Wings will be bussing in from Kansas City where they will have played on Tuesday night before coming into Indy on Thursday. It's time to meet our guests on this edition of Under the Hood. Our first guest we're going to head up to Rockford because some big news for Fuel alumni. Matt Tompkins was signed to a National Hockey League deal by the Chicago Blackhawks earlier this week. Our good friend Joey Zakszewski had an opportunity to catch up with Matt for his thoughts on signing an NHL contract. Congratulations, good sir. The new deal announced this morning with you and the Chicago Blackhawks coming to agreement on the two-year contract this year and next year. And uh, it seems like it's it's been a great reward for you in the season that you've had so far with the Rockford Ice Dogs, the Spangler Cup appearance as well. But what does a, a deal like that mean to you from your progression from your college days to AHL contracts and now getting that National Hockey League deal? Yeah, it's an honor, first and foremost. Uh, excited as an understatement right now so it's pretty cool it's been a long time coming uh i've had to work really hard for it so it's a great reward and um yeah it's been a long time with the organization since 2012 and being drafted so uh yeah a long time coming but yeah a great feeling today and uh yeah it's awesome how nice is it to have that foundation with the same organization you mentioned being drafted finishing up your college career, joining the Rockford Ice Dogs, HL contract, playing with the ECHL Phil in Indy last year, setting all kinds of records and then making your way up the rankings, but doing it all with one group of guys. It's huge. I mean, I love it. I love it here in Rockford. I love the organization. I mean, there's nothing but good things to say about it. So uh, it's been huge to develop those relationships over the years. Um, you know, I love being here. want to play for the Chicago Blackhawks one day. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really happy with how things are going here and um, over the years getting opportunities and developing my game. So it's been huge. And, uh, yeah, to be able to sign the contract, it's an amazing feeling, and I'm looking forward to what's going to happen next. How do you take the opportunities and run with it this year? They don't come as often yourself, Kevin Lockin and Colin Delia, everybody trying to vie for, for equal time in that net. So whenever you're able to go out there, you really have to make a statement. How has that factored into your preparation and, and making the most of, of what's given to you? Yeah, it's just a little bit uh, different of a scenario, a different mindset and stuff. Completely 180 from the situation I was in last year and playing almost every night. So uh, it's just forced me to work on different parts of my game, especially the mental side with, like you said, not being in every night and uh, sometimes stretching a week, two weeks, three weeks between games. So uh forces you to make the most of your opportunities and uh, really put a, f a focus on developing every day and, and uh, yeah, doing your best to prepare for when your number is called. 
then even looking back to last year, I mean, that's probably the most hockey you've ever played in your career, even over through college. How much of that helped develop your style of game, where you wanted to engage and, and develop as a goaltender, both on and off the ice? Yeah, it was huge. I mean, I, I think mentally is the biggest thing and preparing each and every night and uh, working on the consistency factor. And I think, you know, the scenarios I was in last year have translated a lot into some of the success I've had this year and just knowing how to rebound from certain setbacks. Um, consistency is, is the biggest thing. And um, yeah, just the, the development overall and doing your thing every day to make sure that you're prepared as much as you can so that, yeah, like I said, when you are called upon that you're giving the team a chance to win each and every night. Working with goaltender Peter Aubrey, how much does, you know, conversations with him, on-ice sessions with him help that preparation, especially on the mental side when, like you said earlier, you might not see the ice in game action for a few nights or a few weeks? He's been amazing. I mean, what can you say? It's uh, unbelievable, the relationship that me and him have built over the years um, since he's been with the organization. And uh, he's invaluable. I mean, the, what he brings every day and, and the ability for us to go to him, um, talk about different things, talk about the ups and downs of the year, um, and just, you know, the human element's the biggest part and, and dealing with certain things throughout the course of a year. And, um, yeah, like I said, I, I can't credit him enough for – uh, all the help he's given me, and um, it's been amazing to work with him, and I look forward to being able to work with him in the future as well. What's the future look like now? Do you hit the reset button on, on the battle level and be like, okay, today's a new day, let's work on day number one, day number two moving forward, or how do you approach it now knowing that you have that opportunity, the contract in your back pocket for the rest of this year and next season? Yeah, I think it's two-sided with that. It is certainly a relief knowing that, um, you know, I'll be back here next year and, and with the organization. So, uh, that's a great feeling knowing that, but I think more so I can't get away from what's gotten me here to, to this point. Um, I think a lot of that mentality has been just the day in, day out focus, um, doing what I can each and every day to improve. And yeah, like we talked about, just being ready for whenever the opportunities do come. So, um, yeah, it's a great relief knowing that, uh, be with the organization through this year and next um but yeah i want to make sure i'm still building on my game and and uh getting ready for when my opportunities come and and working towards playing for the blackhawks one day does that up i know you guys are all friends with delia and kevin and yourself but is that up maybe the the competition level in the room a little bit now that all three of you guys on nhl deals all fighting for the same goal and at the same time opportunities kind of are sliced up a little bit evenly so does that try and up the ante a little bit when your name is called yeah, I don't think it'll change anything as far as our relationship or, or what's happening on ice or anything like that. Um, yeah, we've had great relationships throughout the years, um, and it's been awesome to work with those guys, and we push each other really hard, and I think a lot of our success is credited to the fact that we are pushing each other and, and uh, you know, working on our game day in and day out. And, yeah, it just kind of ties into the situation as well, knowing that, uh, you know, you're opportunities are a little bit more scarce with three goalies here and uh you got to fight to get in the net and when you are in the net you got to make sure you're making the most of it and um doing whatever you can to help the team win so um yeah like i said we've had great relationships the three of us i don't think anything will change for that and um yeah we're just going to continue to push each other and get better every day i know you're a big family man too when you were able to share the news with your family about the nhl contract and signing what was the reactions like and, and how did you celebrate internally amongst you guys yeah, it was pretty exciting. I mean, it's pretty cool for me to share the news with them and, uh, you know, obviously talking to them before it was released today. It was pretty special and, um, they know how hard I've worked for it and, 
um, you know, they see how rewarding it is for me to, to have that done. So, uh, it'll be cool to see them here in a couple of days over all-star break as well and, uh, celebrate a little bit, but yeah, they, they were very happy for me and it was very cool to share that news with them. That's Matt Tompkins with Joey Zakshuski in Rockford discussing his NHL contract. Of course, we've got a pair of guests from the Indiana Farmers Coliseum this past weekend. Our first is Spencer Watson. Spencer had just returned from a five-game stint in the American Hockey League with the Rockford Icehogs, and he had been named an ECHL All-Star. Although his reassignment to Indy came the same day as the All-Star game, he was unable to make it to Wichita in time for the contest. And so, therefore, he returned to the fuel on Friday night. And he made a very quick impact this weekend with goals number 21 and 22 on the season. Here's our chat with Spencer Watson. You didn't get a chance to play in the game, but what did it mean for you to be named an ECHL All-Star and be recognized for the performance you had the first half of the season? Uh, yeah, it was a huge honor. Um, anytime you can get named to kind of a big kind of game like that or status like that is pretty pretty awesome as a player, and uh, um, it's certainly something you can uh, carry on with you and um, tell other people about it. And um, kind of it's kind of special just to know that you were selected when you're especially mean a lot because that's something that's selected by the people who are watching you play every night. Yeah. Um, Obviously, uh, a lot of people have put thought into um, who's going and whatnot, and um, I think it just speaks to how I've been playing this year. And um, it's a good little confidence booster a little bit, just knowing that people people kind of recognized you for the first half, uh, and now uh, just kind of got to build off that and keep it going. So there's a good reason you weren't able to play in the game. You were in the American Hockey League for the last couple of weeks. Describe what that stint was like in the AHL and getting another shot with Rockford. It was awesome. Uh, that's kind of uh, been my whole goal this year is to get called up and um, show what I can do in, up in that level. So um, I think anytime you can go up there and get experience and and know what it takes and just kind of get some reps in with other players, get some, get some games in, um, is really good for kind of my development. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks up there and um, I definitely learned a lot. Um, you can learn a lot anytime you're up there. So, um, and again, now I'm just ready to bring that and bring that to here. With uh, the fact that you played a little bit there at the end of the season last year, and there's so many guys that you either played with last year or guys that you played with here in Indy in Rockford, did that make it a little bit easier for you just because you knew a lot of the players? It was, yeah. Uh, anytime you know someone on a team, uh, going into a new environment is uh, always huge and always helps just your uh, confidence in a way of knowing that you have other guys you know around you and um, even just if it's simple as going out to get dinner or something you know that you're not all not alone and um, again there were a couple of guys from Indy from here up there that uh, you know and so I think we'd always just make it a thing to go for dinner or something just to Kind of pass some time and not kind of be alone, and um, but at the same time, met some new guys as well, and um, all of that's awesome. When it, I think in the sport of hockey, you, you figure that out, and uh, it's kind of a special thing you get to do. Fastest player in franchise history here to twenty goals. Twenty is kind of a big number, uh, kind of a, a milestone for a lot of players. You know, what does it mean for you to 
have hit 20 goals this season and to have done it in such a short amount of time? It's, it's awesome. Uh, um, I think if, as you look into the um, pro ranks, anytime you can get over 20 is um, says a lot about your game, and it, it's a really cool accomplishment to do. Um, and it just so happens it came really quickly um, for me, um, and I'm pretty proud of that. And I mean, there's no no reason to stop and just keep going. How um, how have things clicked for you this season? They've clicked really well. Um, I think I, I take that a lot into my preparation for this year and um, deciding on where to go, where to play. Um, obviously, Doug um, has really helped me a lot. Um, I was confident and comfortable with how he coaches and kind of the systems already that he and what he expects out of me. So I think when it comes towards that, um, it's been a very easy transition for the start of the year. Um, I knew if I come here and just not have to worry and focus on getting to know a new team and kind of getting to know people around you. I already knew Indy, so it was kind of just I got to just step right back into a comfortable place and just play hockey. So you're one guy who had, as well as some of the guys that have played here in the USHL that have been here in Indy, but had also played for Doug, so you kind of had a little bit of the best of both worlds uh, coming into this, but also, and we talk about you know, kind of what's what's clicked. You know, what are you hoping to do here the rest of the year? I I expect myself just to pick up where I left off. Mm-hmm. And as a team, I think our main goal is to make it to that Kelly Cup final mm-hmm. and win it. So um, I think there's still a lot of work to go. Um, Thirty-seven games or something like that left. Um, it's not going to be easy, but. Uh, we're putting together the pieces, and um, I think I've just seen a big improvement from the start of the year till now. I think we're all confident in each other and confident in how we're supposed to play. And I think you're going to see a big push from us uh, coming down the stretch here. Describe the chemistry you have with with your line mates and McIntyre and Ploof, and you know how you guys really work well together. They're two um, great players. Um, I think. I think we all bring a little different, mm-hmm. something a little different to the ice. Um, so I think it makes it easy just to um, just to get everything going. Um, you know, if you have Bobby Speed, Cliff uh, is a great faceoff man. Uh, he works hard. He knows how to find those areas, and um, obviously I'm, I'm the same. I, I like to find those areas. I like to put the puck in the net. Um, I think we just work well. It's just one of those lines that everyone contributes in their own way, and it just works. And that's Spencer Watson from Thursday night. Friday night, before the game, we had a chance to chat with Josh McArdle. Josh is the first player from the Rockford Icehogs junior program to end up playing for the Rockford Icehogs. He is on an American Hockey League contract, has been for the last couple of years. And kind of an interesting thing Saturday Josh had been the captain of Brown University's hockey team, and he has essentially been serving as the captain with Craig Wazimerski out of the lineup last weekend and Matthew Thompson currently in the American Hockey League with the Rockford Icehogs. And he was playing against the guy who succeeded him as captain at Brown, Samuel Aslan, who ended up scoring a goal for Atlanta on Saturday night. And so we talked a little bit about leadership and a number of other things. 
with Josh McArdle. A little bit past the halfway point of the season, how have things gone for you uh, so far as we begin to hit the stretch run? Yeah, it's gone. Uh, I think it's gone really well. Um, team's coming together really nicely. Personally, I, I feel really strong uh, defensively, chipping in offensively here and there. But uh, yeah, I feel really good about the team. Really feel feel good about myself personally. So ready to keep rolling. Describe especially how this team has gelled the last you know, six or eight weeks of the season. Really, since Thanksgiving, you've come together and played some really good hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's fun to be in, in this room. We've we've kind of known it from the start that mm-hmm. we had a really special group and. Even with all the changes that we have, the new guys come in and they mesh really well. And mm-hmm. that core group that's still here from the beginning, we, we really believe in each other. We love each other, and, and we're excited to play every time we're, we're dressed up. What does that mean uh, for you guys? That when somebody has gone down, you were out for a couple of games, and you've had a number of injuries, a number of guys called up. That somebody else is just able to step in and produce. Yeah, that's the thing. When we when we say we love our room, it's not just the guys that are in the lineup. It's mm-hmm. it's the guys that happen to be sitting up in the stands that night. We have we have a really good group that doesn't play, and mm-hmm. and we all can chip in when when we get our name called, and that's what it's all about. What does it mean for you, second year pro, to be wearing a letter and serving as an alternate captain? Yeah, yeah, it's really special. It's something uh, that I love to do. And in college, I had the honor to do it for two years. Um, so yeah, it's great, especially with this group. We have a we have a really good uh, a lot of experience in this room. So for me to be selected, it's awesome, and it's easy to lead a group that's this strong and tight. And how much do you draw on that experience? You know, an A one year and the captain at Brown your senior year. Yeah, no, I definitely I definitely draw on that a lot. I, I was captain of my youth teams growing up, and uh, being at Brown. It really teaches you a lot and you learn a lot and it's just a uh, big lead by example type of guy I don't, not too over vocal and just do my thing every day and, and enjoy being at the rink you and Tech Shira have played together an awful lot this year just describe the chemistry that you have developed as a D pairing yeah yeah we uh, kind of wanted to play together all year <laughs> um, and uh, yeah now we've kind of gotten the, the last stretch best last month I believe has been great we kind of work well together he's very offensive likes to jump up and I have his mm-hmm. back and uh, sit next to each other in the room hang out a lot off the ice so it's great it's fun to play together so is that kind of a nice thing and you can pair of a stay-at-home guy with somebody who likes to rush the puck because you can complement each other's skills really well yeah yeah it's perfect it's uh, I know he's got my back too and he allows me to jump up when I see the opportunity and it goes both ways but it's nice to know that you always have each other's back and, and you can complement each other so well a second year pro what's been the biggest uh, change just going through this the second time as a professional. Yeah, I guess uh, the first time around, you're kind of just you're thinking about yourself and mm-hmm. trying to get yourself in the lineup every night and things like that. And now, especially, you know, being a leader on the team, it's uh, it's nice to kind of think about the bigger picture things too and making sure everyone's uh, you know feeling good and feeling good about themselves. So it's less about me and more about everybody else too, which is great. Enjoy. Thinking about you though, you're a native of Northern Illinois. You grew up in a Rockford's youth hockey program. To be in the Blackhawks organization, to be the first player from Rockford's youth hockey program to suit up for the Icehawks, how special is that for you? To kind of be in that organization and, and be so close to home. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I've, I've never been this close to home, and last year spent half the time up there, literally in my backyard. was was amazing. My, my parents love it. Uh, growing up a Chicago fan, obviously, so be this organization's great. Um, shipping in, hopefully get a chance to go up here soon and contribute up there, too. What's uh, your biggest goal for the rest of the season? Yeah, just contribute contribute down here, uh, keep this team positive, keep pushing down here, and then uh, you know do my best to get a call up and, and hope to have some success up there too. But, yeah, focus is here right now. And that's Josh McArdle on this edition of Under the Hood from his chat on Saturday night. And Josh later went on and scored his first goal in 14 months. 
in that contest against Atlanta to light the candle on a 6-1 to victory for the Fuel. I want to thank you for joining us on this edition of Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. Again, a lot of hockey coming up Thursday night, January 30th. It's an all-you-can-eat night. The Fuel against the Kalamazoo Wings, 7 o'clock face-off, 7.05 to be specific. And on Friday night, the Fuel traveling to Cincinnati. Saturday night, the Toledo Walleye come in to visit a 6.05 p.m. face-off for Hockey for Indy night. And then Tuesday, February 4th, the Fuel will host the Cincinnati Cyclones on Charity Tuesday. It's a 7.05 face-off. Then Friday, February 7th, a very special night. Hockey fights cancer night at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum as the Fuel host the Tulsa Oilers. Then on Sunday the 9th, it's our first family fun day, 3.05 p.m. as the Fuel take on the Fort Wayne Comets. Of course, all home games will have broadcast for you on IndieFuelHockey.com slash radio with yours truly and Nick Olchek on the call. All 72 games broadcast on ECHL.TV. Get your tickets now. At all Ticketmaster outlets, the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office and IndieFuelHockey.com. Looking forward to a lot of hockey coming up in the next couple of weeks at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Under the Hood. Also want to thank all of our guests for being a part of it as well. This is the broadcast voice of the Indy Fuel, Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. For more... Keep visiting IndieFuelHockey.com.